This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes back in the saddle with Euler on Steelers Nation Radio as we continue this conversation reacting to the breaking news. Mm-hmm. Former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores suing the NFL. Not the shield. Not the shield. He's going at the big house. Yes, he is bringing up allegations about, you know, racial discrimination in the hiring process. Um, Allegations about tanking and being incentivized with a monetary, you know, monetary value on that thing. A six-digit monetary value. Yes, yes. So with that being said, (sighs) this part of the conversation is where it gets even more interesting because now – we transition from the hiring process to the actual integrity of the game process. <laughs> so in this lawsuit, Brian Flores brings up uh, Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross, and he talks about them having multiple conversations about the team needing to tank. Tank in the sense of losing games intentionally so they could have an improved draft place. Mm-hmm. They want that number one overall pick. And he goes on to say that it was multiple times that he was presented with the offer or option tank in the sense that, hey, Stephen Ross would tell him, hey, you don't have to work this hard, man. Go on vacation. Take some time off. Yeah. Yo, these wins, they don't matter. You'll still keep your job. I promise you. Hey, don't worry about it. And then he goes on to say that I will offer you $100,000 for every single game that you lose. Now, when Brian Flores responded in the sense of when they, uh, on his interview, they asked him, well, hey, man, didn't you take it? I mean, they're offering you money. They're, you know, telling you got job security. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a, you know, better draft position and et cetera. Simply says, man, how can I look my team in the face? I mean, I'm looking them in the eyes when we're walking in here. We say that we're trying to win. That's, how can I claim to be a leader of that's men? That's what it's always been about. Not about money. Not about draft position. Not about a free agent. It's been about winning games, championships. And when he said that, I mean, I, I loved it even more because for me, I am a person that can respect the heck out of that because you don't get to this level, in terms of the NFL level, without sacrificing a ton for the game of football. But you do that with the premise that is pure. You do that with the premise that on field, we love it because there's no politics. On field, we love it because a suit can't determine who's the better player. We love it because we don't have to care about what a fan may or may not say. We get to control the narrative. We get to control what is happening out there. But now when you start introducing the potential that, well, maybe it is being influenced. <laughs> maybe a suit can line a pocket to the extent that yeah. decisions, play calls come into question. And now it just makes you have to think even more and comb through even more some of these situations. This is the part that I'm sure the NFL hates, and this is the part that I hate. Because up until this point, the NFL has been above reproach as it pertains to just the purity of the game. Spygate. I mean, we talk about Spygate, but most Mm -hmm. players will tell you that, hey, man, Spygate to an extent, we understand why people were pissed. But at the same time, as players, we don't go to the same extent because everybody does that to a form. Difference was most teams do it off a game tape. They were doing it off of a practice walkthrough. That was it. So when I think of that, I'm like, man, okay, that still doesn't feel the same. Remember, then they tried to do the whole deflate gate, right? Oh, the PSI. <laughs> and you're like, 
are you serious right now? But once again, that's fans, that's media trying to make something bigger than what it was. Because us as players, we're like, hey, I can tell you for a fact, that ball having a little bit less PSI is not going to determine a player being able, being able to go out there and do what Win they can do. Win an AFC championship yes. game. And yeah. not to mention that it was LeGarrette Blunt running through those guys, not Brady throwing the ball. But that's for another day. So with both of those instances, you can still just, all right, man, it's not that significant. But this changes things. Oh, buddy, this, does it. When you're talking about ownership, getting in the mind, getting in the <laughs> pocket, getting into the decision-making process of in-game, because right now they have a say. They they have a say in terms of who starts, in terms of who sure. you want out there on the no, field. Sure. No, we can't sign this player. I'm not paying right. for that guy. Absolutely. Or, or, hey, I'm paying this guy $20 million. I don't care if he's bad. Put him out there. It happens. I can tell you firsthand I was a victim of it at times. It happens. But this is different than But that. this is very different. Way different. This is when you're telling a coach, hey, man, I don't care who you put out there. You better not win. Hey, look, man. You don't got to work this hard. Hey, look, hey, hey, Wes, I'm going to pay you $100,000 to make sure you lose this game. <laughs> that, to me, is crossing the line. That oh, is buddy. a major line that is being crossed right there. And to me, I have an issue with that. Because as a player who has sacrificed a lot, as a player who has did these things that I just listed off, to hear that, hey, man, in some way, shape, or form, you could have cheapened this, in some way, shape, or form, we could have been slighted because of a guy with a lot of money trying to just influence and make something that will make him more money? That's a problem. That's a major problem. A major problem. You can't you can't overstate how big of a problem that is for the league because Arthur Motes, you used this word earlier. Integrity. That is the thing. Make no mistake about this. And the NFL has a lot of different interests. They obviously do. They're a billion dollar business. But more than racism, more than player safety, the one thing they care about the most above all else is the integrity of the shield because that affects the bottom line. This stuff with Brian Flores as it relates to, you know, Rooney rule violations, NFL ain't worried about that. They've dealt with racism. They've dealt with they racism. Dealt with They've dealt with that kind of stuff. <laughs> they dealt with backlash publicly they, for that. They, they, ain't they, they, they just, you know, they just, they wait, they, they ride out the storm when it comes to that kind of stuff, right? But this is different. Because if you're the National Football League and you're sitting down with Arthur Motes, give me a sports betting app. Uh, DraftKings. You're sitting down with DraftKings asking for $400 million to be the official sports book partner of the NFL. How can you do that when you've got owners who are influencing games that have millions of dollars bet on them? Mm-hmm. Make no mistake about this, Arthur Motes. Forget the racism, forget the player safety, whatever. This is the thing that today, within the confines of the NFL offices in Manhattan or wherever they're having their meetings on Zoom, that they are most worried about, that they are sweating about the most. Because you can have racism this, you can have player safety that. What you can't have is people questioning the integrity of the final score mm-hmm. because that affects the bottom line, and 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 you can't have that. People would much rather deal with racism than cheating. 100%. That's just the nature of it. 100%. They they would much rather feel like, hey, this person doesn't like me because of the color of my skin or, you know, the way that I speak versus we both got money on this game. And because this person told him to make this and do this a certain way, now I lose all this cash. Yes, that that is a significant issue. Absolutely. And players look worse on tape. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, it's a it affects everyone. When, when you line. talk about the ripple effect of this, and this is why it's very dangerous, because 
like you just said, what about the players? So say Brian Flores were to have or would have went this route and then he starts coach in a, in a manner that would produce tanking results. Well, the first thing is what, what would our opinion be of Brian Flores, regardless of us knowing whether or not he was tanking, what would our opinion of him be? He's a terrible head coach, right? He's a terrible head coach. If yeah. I say if I say Hugh Jackson right now, what's your thought? Not so good. But he also was saying the exact same claims, right? Yep. But our thought of him is what? Not so good. Well, he stinks. Our thought on Brian Flores is I what? I think Brian Flores is a good coach. Exactly. Yeah. So, once again, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, right? First because... back-to-back winning seasons that the Dolphins had mm-hmm. in two decades. And especially knowing the backstory, knowing the roster, knowing the turnover that it was going through. That wasn't supposed to happen. No, they traded Laramie Tunsil. They they traded uh, Micah Fitzpatrick. They, they, they went down the they list. They traded some good players. They went down the we list. We got one of them here in Pittsburgh. Absolutely. But he still found a way to develop those guys. He still found a way to motivate those guys. And he still found a way that, what what, what do we say a couple weeks ago? It was like, man, they don't quit. Nope. They haven't quit on this man. Because Brian Flores is a leader of men. Absolutely. Even if you think maybe he's not the best X's and O's head coach and, and whatever, I think it's pretty clear that through those three years, especially when you look back now on that first year and 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 some of the stuff, he's a leader of men. Yes, indeed, man. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And that's the frustrating part. So it's like, man, he goes through all that, and obviously he still got let go because what? Man, hey, man, difference of opinions. Correct. Ah, it's difference of opinions. Oh, he's hard to work with. Well, you know what? It's funny, he's too. He's hard. He's a difficult guy and, to work with. And, it, and, and it's, it's you know, <laughs> we always have the benefit of hindsight in this stuff right. now. You can tell me if maybe I'm overplaying this a little too much, but when Brian Flores got fired by the mm-hmm. Dolphins, you know, a couple couple months ago or whenever that would have been, there was a lot of leaked out. Well, it's because Stephen Ross is a Michigan man. Uh, he, and he, he wants Harbaugh. to go get Harbaugh. Yeah, he wants Harbaugh. Oh, no, it, it's nothing on Brian Flores. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just because Stephen Ross. Why, he's a Michigan guy and he wants to go just, get a Michigan man. That's it. Just wants Harbaugh. It, pretty convenient how that hmm. that that was leaking out everywhere, right? And mm. and Harbaugh is being linked to the Minnesota job, yes. not the Miami one. Exactly. Pretty convenient. Now and exactly. again, this stuff all makes sense in hindsight. We've got that benefit, but that but, that sticks out to me too. Now. But that is a part of the issue that when because what Brian Flores is trying to do is what the Rooney Rule has tried to overcome with plenty of people of not even just people of color, just people in general, because I'm not going to sit here and act like only minorities fight this fight, bro. You've been fighting this fight with us as well, man. I ain't, I ain't, we're not going to act like that. So everybody that has been a part of this fight is because they want to end the systemic racism element of it. And it's hard to not address that when the facts are <laughs> there is a lack of representation and has historically been when you talk about minorities, people of color, at the head coaching or executive levels within organizations. And when you hear these type of allegations, when you hear these type of recommendations, how does that help any other minority go forward? How does that help any other minority advance? When I just gave you two examples of one person that said yes, one person that said no, one person we think is a good coach, one person we think is a terrible coach, but both of these guys are in positions where they probably won't be head coaches this year, right? Yes. That's where it's at right now. Oh, Brian Flores, I mean, he... Like, he's flirting with maybe not coaching again in I, the league. That's what I was just thinking, yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to be uh, hyperbolic that, there, but no, I... No, no, but I, when, you, when you go this route, that's what it becomes. But think about what it has to get to for you to take this approach. And that that's why I said... That you to sue the NFL. He didn't just decide to do this last week. This is something that he's been thinking for a couple years. And he's still on record because... And I'm glad he does this because this was the 
the the the storyline that popped up with Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just doesn't want to play football anymore. That uh, he wants to be a martyr. He doesn't want to play ball. No, 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 no. Flores no, no, wants no, no, to no. coach. No, no, no. Flores has been very clear every single time he's spoken about this. Mm-hmm. I want to coach in the NFL. I want to be a NFL coach. I still have a desire to coach. And I'm saying it like this because I cannot stand when people would bring that up with Colin Kaepernick about him not having a desire because he's trying to fight this fight to end what continues to happen in the NFL level. And not just in the NFL level. This happens in Fortune 500 companies. This happens in America. Like, let's be real about it. Sports are a reflection of society, right? We say that all the time. Absolutely. So I get it. It's not an easy conversation. I get it. Might ruffle your feathers. I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, that has to happen because the status quo clearly hasn't been good enough. What do we always say, Motsi? You never uh, you never get anywhere if you just stay in your comfort zone. You know, and, and that's the thing. It's like we've tried one way for so long. Yeah. We've we tried talk to about, smile and wave right, and sweep we talk it under about the rug. The definition of, insa- of insanity being what? Repeating the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So why is this case any different? Why, when it pertains to calling a spade a spade or saying, hey, this is flawed, hey, this is systemic racism. Why, when we do that, oh, no, you can't go that route. That's too heavy-handed. Oh, we don't need to do this. That's not how you're going to get this thing changed. Nope. If it wasn't an issue, well, why is the Rooney Rule created? If it wasn't an issue, why has the Rooney Rule sustained for this long? And even been revamped. You know? I mean, they remixed that thing. It, it, they, came out with the, they came out with the remastered album <laughs> like it was the Beatles. Absolutely. Ah, here's Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band remastered. So it's like, clearly, every person is pointing to it saying this is an issue. Clearly, the NFL even acknowledges this is an issue. Even the owners who are a part of the issue, acknowledge that, hey, you know what? Yeah, we might be tripping a little bit. This is a little bit of an issue here. And isn't really funny? That's the crazy. It's, it. like, it's like the owners, y'all are a part of and, the rule. And we're in <laughs> su- we are in such a good spot on Mr. Rooney's radio yeah. station here that, like, this isn't the, you know, what's the old, the parable in the Bible that's uh, get the log out of your eye before you point out the speck yeah, in, so somebody in, in somebody else's? Correct. We're fortunate enough to, I think, in this organization, yeah. have a leg to stand on in this conversation. But right now, we're the only one. <laughs> Think about that. 32 teams. We're the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, <sighs> and like it, you said, the number continues to go down. That's the that's the frustrating it's part. It's the classic, like, holding up the wanted poster, and we're all trying to find out who did this, and it's yeah. a picture of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's where That's the reality that a lot of these owners are waking up to today. And you know what? For so long they've been able to ignore it or they've yes. been able to just face the music for a couple weeks and then it goes away. I don't think that's happening this time, man. You know, the thing that's crazy. We're talking about this situation as if the John Gruden situation wasn't this same exact season as well. And it is, it is crazy. You, how when much you, happens when you, you think about year, that, but, but how much of that still carries over to a little bit of this? Like, if we're being real about it, like, <laughs> were those not similar things that were you, being brought you, up? You can't, you can't, they're just isolated incidents. Uh, uh, maybe that's the biggest difference between now. now? <laughs> maybe that's the biggest difference between now and right. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. You can't act like it's just, oh, it's an isolated oh, incident. It's, a coincidence. No, it's oh, one yeah. bad apple. No, what? No, he would never. What? They said, what? No, no, not at all. And you're just sitting here like, 
Well, six months later, <laughs> not even, <laughs> and here we are, wash, rinse, repeat process. Like I said, it's very frustrating, man. It's very frustrating. <sighs> it certainly is. But I do want to, I, I do want, like I said, I want to hear from the audience. I want your thoughts on this as well, man. Definitely don't be, don't be quiet <laughs> because today's topic is a little bit more of a spicier variety compared to some of the lighter heartedness. Okay. S- spicy variety. You know, yeah, yeah. So, sometimes you got to get a little cold in there. You got to, you got to go a little spicy today. Okay. We have, yeah, we've, we've gotten a couple tweets, but not as many as yeah. I thought. And, and Hey, if you're just listening along and, and you kind of think too, it's a, it's a heavy topic. It's one that I like to listen to, but you know, not necessarily get involved in. I, I totally get that. Fair enough. Absolutely. I, man. I, I, I totally get that, but we will take your tweets. You guys know the phone number as well, too. Oh, it's the phone number again? See, I got to make sure. <laughs> the phone number, no, we don't. <laughs> 412-919-8562. Are you sure that was the right number? You know what we could start doing here, Arthur? What you going to start Who's doing? your favorite number, 85? Number 85? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Nate Washington. He's only 85, I could think. And Yeah. Or See, Ocho Cinco, I guess. That's what I was going to say. But, but that's I like the easy one. And in Cincinnati. Me. Come on, man. I can't go that route. What about Antonio Gates? Nah, he won't my favorite. What about George Kittle? Nah, he ain't my favorite. What I'm trying to think is we can do 412, mm-hmm. 919, and then. Well, what number was Nate Washington in Tennessee? Was he 85? I think so. Yeah. And he's a former still. So go 85 that way. Okay. Yeah. 412, 919, Nate Washington. Yeah. 62. Favorite 62. Uh, Tunchokin. Ah, uh, there we go. Right? Well, yeah, Hunch was absolutely 62. I had to think about because Wolf was 73 and he was 62. That's how I always remember it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Nate Washington, Tunch Yokin. All right, both. 412. Uh huh. 919. Uh huh. Nate Washington, Tunch Yokin. Those are the digits to Dow. <laughs> but no, because like I said, I, I do think this is something I, that I want to hear from people, though. Yeah, right? at, you know, this is a good tweet from Alex. Alex tweets us and says, you know, along the lines of the NFL statement that we were discussing that, that got put out right away that it ticks Alex off that the NFL immediately said it would defend itself instead of acknowledging that they need to investigate the claims. Correct. And now he brings up a good point right there. That's, that's what has happened for so long, not just in the national football league. That's what these billion dollar, these multi-million dollar businesses do Motsi, because with uh, throughout a lot of the times that these things have happened, the John Gruden incident, right. And, 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 and so on and so forth. You're able to face the music or just stay quiet for a couple weeks. And something else will pop up and people And then the next thing happens, there's a big trade or somebody retires or there's a a terrible Henry Ruggs type incident, right? And then everyone moves on to the next thing. But again, with how thick this thing is, when it involves multiple organizations in the National Football League, not just one, multiple, and when now you have the integrity and the, yeah, the, the integrity of the game being brought into question too, not just the process around it, the actual in-between-the-white-lines final scores of the game. The part that you should never have I, being a part of the, just, the situation. Yeah. I, I do not think that this is going to be one of those times where we're going to talk about it like crazy for the next week or two, and, and then it goes away. And and the fact that it's happening now, I think in between the Super Bowl too. Well, not just that. In terms of the integrity, like as long as this lawsuit is going on, the integrity is going to keep coming up. But it's also going to keep the Rooney Rule 
conversation going on as well. Like this is going to be something that is going to continue to be talked about and discussed this offseason. Yes, yes. And rightfully so, but even more so during this hiring process because now there's still multiple job openings. I mean, Brian Flores himself is a candidate for a couple of these spots as mm-hmm. well. That's the part where I'm interested to see. Even if it's a a response of they start hiring minorities just to cover their tracks. If that's what it takes to at least get in the door. Well, that's different than what we've been doing. I'm down for it. Go for it. Try it. It's different. It's new. But that's the part that I'm I'm, I'm really intrigued. I want to see how the NFL and their ownership responds going forward with these hiring process. Because to me, I don't know if I can take another Joe Judge situation where you're trying to sell me on, like, well, all these other guys that we know are way more qualified, have done it for a longer time, just resumes are bench. better, but you're going to go this route and why again? That, that's, that's the part where I'm, I'm like, totally if, if, if this lawsuit can remove those type of situations from happening, I'm all for it as well. Buddy, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. You, you, you got to go through it to get to it sometimes. No, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. Uh, Earl tweets us and says, I saw Lewis Riddick say, players enter sports because they believe it is a meritocracy. Um, and he he goes on to say, you know, I, I think with a lot of these interviews, they should be on camera, be transparent, release the tape publicly to see. I don't know if that's realistic, but maybe there's there's an arbiter who sits in, the, maybe there's, there's a third party involved. There, yeah. These teams are never going to want to their well, interview process. Well, you can't because the issue is this. In that interview process, you're going to give up some scheme stuff as well. Exactly. You can't have that personnel planning, just overarching, hey, vision for this team. Hey, you start we, getting we, that out, that's intimate details. Another team can steal those ideas, man. You know, obviously, like, when Byron Leftwich sits down with the Jaguars yeah. to interview, when Doug Peterson sits down with the Jaguars mm-hmm. to interview, they're talking about Trevor Lawrence yes. and X's and O's yes. and schematics and yes. how Strengths, are you how are you going to build this around yes. Trevor and what do you think we should go in this direction? Yeah. You, you can't, can't have, have that, that getting out. Yeah, can't have that out. Yeah, but you bring up a good point. Whether it's a a, a third party arbitrage, it just has to be somebody independent. But either way, it's still flawed because there is a lack of representation when it becomes decision making time. Arbitrators, third party person, they're all what accessories. They're appetizers, but the main chef is what. So you still have the issue of lack of representation. Yeah. So <laughs> when it comes time to example. them making that decision and they say, hey, well, who do I feel more comfortable with? Well, most people, they tend to feel more comfortable with people they know. They tend to feel more 100%. comfortable with people that they they have a relationship with. Or, hey, I worked with this guy who worked with that guy and they vouched for him. And then we fall back into the same cycle. Yep. So until we can get different representation at the ownership level as well, I do think that this continues to happen. Totally agree. Because that's, that's where, what that's where the doing. money is. That's and and you know too. Well, and I say it's going to continue to happen because it has been. And until you have different owners, why would they change their behavior? Roger Goodell is going to have to do some facing of the music in this. Mm-hmm. But he also, I mean, he's he is the the meat shield for the owners in this That's regard. All he is. That's why he gets paid $50 million yes, a year, he, but he, he, he's nicely compensated because for he it. Ta- he takes the public arrows. He's going to be the fall guy if it ever goes down. Correct. He knows that. He's always going to be that guy. Yes, he's he is the, the puppet, but the owners are the ventriloquists. That's just the nature of it. Completely agree. Our buddy mm-hmm. Ranger Abraham um, said, you know, that it, it really bothers him that the fact that they had already chosen the coach and still – brought in Brian Flores 
like where else would this happen in the professional world where you would know the person that you want to hire, but you would just be trying to fill the optics of a quota just like for this. for the sake of it, right? Yeah. It's, it's nonsense when you really think about it like that. It, it absolutely it's nonsense. is. It absolutely is. Uh, let's see. Sensei tweets us and says, feels like this is definitely spearheading a movement, coming to a movement, uh, starting where whistleblowers are coming out in these regards more often, which for a desired large-scale movement is always needed. They can't stop us all. Yeah, well, but unlike you, Area Fifty One, we actually have to make this one happen. <laughs> well, I'll nice say this, man. It. I do like the fact that right now he does have another minority head coach on board, and Hugh Jackson, because those situations you can definitely point to and you can question. Hey, man, is Hugh really that bad of a coach that you would go one in thirty, whatever, in those you know two and a half seasons? It really makes you question that. And then it also makes you wonder, well, hey, man, why would they even stick with him that long if he was that bad of a coach also, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm just like, man, I could eat. <sighs> they say where there's smoke, there's fire. That is what they say. But at the same time, I do believe in due process. I do believe in Absolutely. due diligence. So that's Absolutely. why I, We should be clear on that right, as well, Right, and that's too. why I'm, you, you don't hear me up here, you know, like these other guys. Calling for people's jobs. or fire this yeah. guy. This is, oh, no, 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 no. It's like, no. Because at that's the why end we of try. It, you and I try all, to have these nuanced conversations. Right, they're all allegations. Just because they come from Brian Brian Flores, it's no different when uh, the the Dolphins simply said that hey, we only want to go for Harbaugh. That's why we're getting rid of him. It's an allegation. It's a claim. We don't know these to be factual just yet. Now they're going to get played out if it continues to go through. But right now, the facts that we do have are what that text messages, the text message exchange from Bill Belichick to Brian Flores. That's there. And I haven't seen Bill Belichick or anybody say that's fake. Exactly. (laughs) So to me, which they would have done already alone, you know, that by itself Mm -hmm. is is more than enough to present your case to me in terms of going through with other factors, right? But like I said, the Hugh Jackson, because you're going to need multiple coaches, you're going to need multiple players, or not players, but multiple coaches, execs, people like that that have been through this process. I'm sure Lewis Riddick has had experiences similar or in some vein some capacity it's it's difficult to get to that level as minority we're not talking position coaches we're talking execs mm-hmm. we're talking gm the big presidents head coach yeah the power players yeah the decision makers yes so lack of representation and that's the part that the rooney rule is geared to change and that's what we love mr rooney and the family like that they did obviously see it as an issue mm-hmm. and they don't just talk about it they actually stand by with actions and and that's what we need more of yes indeed <laughs> yes indeed alex tweets us here um just let jay-z buy the broncos <laughs> i'll be, Hi, game. I'll I'll be, be game for that i'll be down for it. moving I'll to brooklyn though that. what up though <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> denver <laughs> but look man we do got to go and pay another bill so we are going to go to break here but when we get back we want to continue getting your tweets your thoughts your comments concerns but we're also going to talk a little bit about the senior bowl oh, as yeah. well because we obviously had some pittsburgh Steelers representatives do some, some higher about, ups do we got to talk about small hands you know down down there in mobile alabama so with that being said though Continue to keep the conversation going. Let us know your thoughts, comments, concern. Last chance before we get up out of here for the day. Hit us up at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The Good Hair. On Twitter.com. And this is Arthur Wilson, Wesley Euler on SNR.